ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Canada, Germany, and Switzerland, and in the states of Massachusetts, North Carolina, and Virginia, with a special shout-out to the thousands of listeners in Tokyo who have been listening for several months now. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support, because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments by clicking on the Ask Dr. Polly email link. My interview for the special Harness Your Creative Power Summit is now online. I'm among 30 renowned fine artists, shamans, spiritual and creativity thought leaders, writers, and musicians who were selected to participate. You will learn to cultivate your creative genius, deepen your courage, and find your confidence and blissful passion. To hear my interview and the other creativity specialists, register by clicking on the free online Creativity Summit button on this page. As part of the summit, I also wrote a special blog on creativity, which you can read on my website, paulajoyce.com. Whether you believe it or not, everyone is creative, and even those who know they are creative can always expand and deepen their creativity. Creativity is an expression of your inner self, and as such, affects all areas of your life. Read my blog and listen to my interview to learn more. Those of you who have been listening this month know I've recently introduced a new weekly feature at the end of each show. I'll share with you the name of an archangel and what their main purpose is. All of the archangels are available to help us grow and learn with more ease. Since we have free will, it's important for us to call upon them and give them permission to help us. When we know their names and functions, we will know who to call upon for specific assistance. If we want to, we can even develop a personal relationship with them. They already know us and are helping us, but because we have free will, they are limited as to how much they can help. When we give them permission to assist us, their influence in our lives becomes even stronger. And because we can learn our lessons in positive or negative ways, I always speak out louder in a whisper and say, I give you permission in a positive way only to 
too. And then I finish the sentence by asking for what I want. Start learning the names of the archangels and what they can do for you at the end of this show. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Carry lavender. Lavender lavender draws good luck to you. Keep a small amount of lavender oil or the dried leaves in your pocket or purse. People who have experienced abuse or trauma often feel that the world is against them. No matter how hard they try, they don't seem to get the results that they desire. Even if they are successful, they lack inner satisfaction and often respect from others. Carrying lavender will help. It has a high and positive vibration that draws good luck, prosperity, and happiness to you. It also calms your nervous system and helps you release stress and anxiety and sleep better. The next workshop is entitled Learning to Think and Live Without Fear. We can do this because where there is love, there can be no fear. Some people like to make a distinction between rational and irrational fear. The truth is that when you know deep inside yourself that you are loved by the spiritual realm, you know that every experience in your life is based in love. We are here on this earth to grow in love, wisdom, and knowledge. As you learn to see everything, Everything through the eyes of love, you automatically let go of fear. That's the experience of the fourth dimension. Third dimension earth is based in learning through fear. We are in the process of shifting into a new energy and awareness that you are loved all is loved and that we can learn our lessons through love rather than fear. Each of us is in charge of making our own life happier and more positive. I spend the first three minutes of every morning saying these words over and over in my head. You are loved. All is loved. And I say them to you at the end of every show. The more you hear them, you are loved. All is loved. The more it will feel normal to you and become your new reality. And my hands-on workshop, you'll take charge of your thoughts, replace fear, anger, stress, and worry with love, joy, and peace, and master techniques to use on your own. You'll become part of the shift into the fourth dimension of love. We'll be at the Dallas Meditation Center October 21st. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area, like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body or Overcoming Abuse or creativity is self-expression. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis 
emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Tracy Stafford, who will talk with us about limitless possibility. Last week's show on building bone density with Deb McFarland was great. In the words of a listener, the show was upbeat and informative. We start losing bone density around the age of 30 until now. No one has found a good way to rebuild bone density. Prescription medications are not as effective as the method we talk about on this show. The meds have side effects, including increasing bone fragility, which increases breakage. They don't rebuild bone loss in the wrists, and the positive effects are not long-lasting. OsteoStrong is a simple exercise system targeting the parts of the body that need strengthening for bone health. In just 10 minutes a week, you can regain the bone health of someone in their 20s. It also improves balance and posture. Young people and athletes are even taking advantage of this program to build and maintain their physical health and strength. In just four months, I've developed enough strength in my legs and core to press seven times my weight, putting me into the area of rapid bone growth. I'm so excited about what it's doing for me that I wanted to share OsteoStrong with you. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. Since we weren't live last week, I didn't get to tell you about our September 14th show. It was so good that I do want to take a few minutes to tell you about it now. Dr. Marcy Anderson spoke with us about enlightenment for busy people. Marcy shared that she was close to a nervous breakdown when she asked God for a sign. She was given a vision of two divine beings, Jesus and Surti Sai Baba. This experience led her to an ashram in India for 10 years. She now carries on her teacher's legacy by helping others heal. A few of her profound insights are, fear is a source of all negativity. Pain and suffering occur when we believe we are separated from the divine. Change yourself and you change the world. And each of us is an amazing, brilliant light that unfolds petal by petal. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on enlightenment, please listen to our shows earlier this year on March 9 and 15. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule and needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting, or when they need some hope and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. 
Now it's time for my silver lining story. Yesterday, I received a lovely thank you note from a client who's currently taking a break from our work together, which he does periodically. He wrote, I've thought about you several times. I miss working with you and hope to do so again soon. I'm very grateful for your work in my life and our work in my life. Today, I thought about apologizing for something, and then I thought, no, I should minimize my cutting myself down. Thank you so much for helping me set aside the negative voice and focus on my goodness. When you've been abused, you tend to think that everything is your fault and often apologize for things that you aren't even responsible for. To stop and think about whether this is something that merits an apology is huge progress for someone healing from abuse. Paying attention to old patterns is a key to leaving behind the role of victim and becoming self-empowered. Forgiveness of self and others is the hardest challenge, but until you do it, you will never Never be free. This is not an event. It happens in layers bit by bit like all change and all healing. There were times when I thought I had forgiven, but then a bout of guilt would hit me, or when I thought about a particular person, I'd feel myself tense up, or I'd remember something they did to me. This month has been particularly intense with buried feelings flying to the surface as I prepare for Yom Kippur, the Jewish day of repentance. I take the spiritual meaning of this holiday very seriously because it's about coming to terms with my life and making peace with all of it, even the relationships that are still unhealthy. What I finally came to feel at a deep level is that I can't be responsible for what others think about me or my actions. All I can do is act in good conscience, and if they choose to judge me, that's their choice. It's my choice not to let it bother me. For the first time, I have a sense of peace about my life and the people who have hurt me in the past and continue to try to do so in the present. What I know now is that I don't have to let in the pain. I can observe their behavior, hear their words, and not take it into my heart. And I've noticed that that choice affects all of my behavior. When a challenging situation arises, I no longer react. I'm not a victim to negative emotions. I feel peace which enables me to think clearly and make conscious choices about what to say and what to do. Now what I finally feel is gratitude for the experience that helped bring me to a place of patience, peace, compassion, and empathy with boundaries. Our guest today, Tracy Stafford, worked her way up from data entry to senior management for a Fortune 100 company. She opened an event marketing and management firm and became a community leader, chairing boards, and was appointed by the governor to the California Small Business Board. Tracy's life took on greater meaning when she broke her lifelong silence before the California State Legislature in 2008, disclosing she was a third-generation domestic violence victim. She became an advocate for victims of abuse, is a candidate for the mayor of Elk Grove, California, 2018, and was first runner-up at Mrs. U.S. of A. 
You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, and I'll help you become part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register for learning to link think and live without fear or to schedule one in your area be sure to register for the free online creativity summit and go to the calendar of events to see your question for today stay tuned we'll be right back with Tracy Stafford to talk with us about limitless possibility what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems and unleash your inner power visit paulajoyce.com or call dr paula the life doctor at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation whether it's individual or group business or personal attain success with ease mention that you heard this on uplift your life and receive 10 percent off your first service call 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com today Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today... 
please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com I value you and what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and I hope you wrote down that you're willing to forgive yourself and others I'm so pleased to welcome Tracy Stafford who will talk with us about limitless possibility Tracy it's great to have you on welcome thank you it's wonderful to be here this morning um, you have quite a story, and to go from poverty and childhood abuse to um, running for mayor and all of the successes in between, tell us um, how you didn't just um, fall by the wayside with so much trauma in, in your life history. Oh my goodness! Um, I would say it's it, it's been an interesting journey, and, and not one that makes a lot of sense on paper. Uh, which is one of the things I always try to tell people is that we we are trained in a way to lay out our lives, and that we need, we need to do this and then that, and then we go to college, and then we decide what we want to be for the rest of our lives, and and we sort of follow this path. And I always share that it couldn't be farther from the truth because how could you possibly know how or where you're going to end up at the age of 18, for example, when you go off to college and, or you go to college and figure out what it is that you want to do. And for me, um, I grew up, I'm a third generation domestic violence survivor, so I grew up in a home that uh, was pretty volatile. Um, my grandmother had been abused. My mother um, was abused. And you would think, it's very interesting as being a child in that environment, that you would think that the children would be maybe frightened enough to where they would never do anything like that. But it's, it's either that or you go the opposite direction, that you're so desensitized, which was my case, that you end up being in an abusive relationship. So my foundation was one of violence and fear and um, and we were even within our home as I they were five of us children and we fought physically and it was just the way we thought life was so I grew up and and moved into a, a violent relationship again not knowing that there was something different and my first kiss even before that violent relationship was um, a rape I had been physically abused by my mother, but at that time, it was basically not considered that. I mean, by, by today's standards, you know, there would be a whole other story um, in terms of what abuse is labeled, but we were often beaten with hot wheel tracks and belts and, and for really minor infractions. Um, one of my 
first memories of what I consider um, developing my superpowers was when I was five years old and I was asked my birthday in kindergarten class and I didn't know. And I got home and my mother was so upset um, because we're an African-American family. We were one of the first in our neighborhood. So this was in the 70s. I was born in 66, so this was in the 70s. So in her mind, we had to be better. We had to be perfect. We had to be more than perfect to be even considered half of what others were. So for her, that was a huge um, issue that I had humiliated the family and and somehow brought back the whole African-American community by not knowing my birthday. So I get home and I I skip home and I'm thinking, okay, I need to know my birthday, not realizing what a big deal that was to her. And she basically beat me until I was able to tell her my birthday. And anybody who has been through a violent situation, you, you realize that you can't possibly process enough to remember anything, let alone a date that you did not know in the first place. And so what happened in that situation was that she was beating me and I just couldn't even process. And for the first time, I left my body. And you'll find a lot of uh, folks that had experienced, uh, especially physical trauma, that they will check out. And I call it one of my superpowers, um, where I literally left my body and I... I got myself together, I remembered the date, I came back and I gave it to her. And over the years of dealing with this violence and this abuse, I developed many what I call my superpowers. That was one, to be able to literally leave when it became too much. Um, And another was that I would take things that were too traumatic for me and I would put them away. You know, I'd put them in lovely boxes and I'd stick them in the closet. And another what became a superpower of mine, I call, is um, I would go to sleep. And there was always a better tomorrow for me. It was like a reset, you know, from the age of, earliest I can remember, maybe five or six. It didn't matter what time of day. If it was too much, I would go to sleep and I would wake up happy because it was a new day. But most importantly, I always had my connection to spirit. I always knew just at the very core of who I am as a spirit and as a woman, as a person, that there was more, that there was more and there was better. Even though I never saw it, I didn't understand exactly what it looked like. Just being in that kind of connection with spirit, I knew. I just knew. So that going to sleep each night or in the day or whatever it was needed, gave. I realize now that it, it cleared the trauma, it cleared where I was in the human space to allow me to reconnect and come back, wake up, and start over. So that's really how I survived it physically, and I want to say spiritually and mentally, is just those, those little tools that I ended up developing just out of sheer necessity. You are very fortunate and very creative, and I think your strong connection to spirit helped you develop those techniques also uh, in order to have a way to consciously take control of your life and not let it over overpower or overwhelm you and take away your... Um, your sense of self completely. 
Mm-hmm. It, it is true, and I will say the interesting thing about it is none of that was even conscious. It was interesting. Um, I didn't realize until many, many years later when I began working through all of that trauma. And I say that, a lot of folks I'm sure realize what I'm saying, is you get to a place in your life where you've packed all of this away, not even realizing that's what's happened. But it is spirit taking care of you to keep you upright. It is your, your it's spirit and it's your spirit. It's, it's the universe working with you in order to maintain. And you get to this place. Now, whenever that is, you know, it could be 18, it could be 20, it could be 30. Um, and for me, it was around 35 where I'd gotten to a place where um, I, I was raised in poverty, I didn't mention it. My mother actually passed away when I was 12. And so then we were, so we were orphaned. And it was just um, really, really a tough upbringing. But I became, you know, the first in my family line to earn a college degree. I worked my way up from a data entry operator to a senior manager in high tech, started my own business, became a governor appointee. I mean, I, I had um, gotten out of that abusive marriage and met a wonderful, kind man. So I was in a happy marriage, um, was running my own business at this time. I thought I had everything. I had everything that my mother had fought so desperately for and wasn't able to see in her lifetime. But I lived that for her. You know, I, I carried that and I broke through, which is I know, I know it's all she wanted in her life. And I was absolutely miserable. It made mm-hmm. no sense, no sense at all. And, um, and again, I'm running this business. I'm a governor appointee. I'm the president of just about any small business woman organization you can imagine. And, um, and I was miserable. And um, what happened was I was watching TV one day, and Mrs. America came on. Now, keep in mind, I am in the corporate world, and I'm watching television. Mrs. America's on. And I <laughs> say, you know, I'm going to go and do that. That made zero sense in my world, and especially <laughs> none. And especially, you know, the fact, well, I didn't realize this at the time, but um, I, had, I was carrying about 20 more pounds than I should have been with my body size. I, all my clothes were brown, black, um, very, very dark. Um, mm. I always wore my hair in a bun. I did not wear makeup. So I'm going to go off and... Be a beauty queen, which again made zero sense, and and not that I mean in my youth, and I I did a little modeling when I was you know sixteen and and whatnot, but this was a totally different world, and I had four children at the time. Uh, my youngest was two, I believe, and my eldest uh, was in her mid-teens, and um, so I go off into compete in pageantry, and again I'm a businesswoman, I'm on TV, radio all the time. I got this, so they so I'm thinking interview is not even an issue. So they at the first question they ask me is. Um, is do you prefer boxers or briefs? <laughs> I was like, what? What am I supposed to do with that? And and I I just said, uh, briefs? You know, I just sort of answered the questions, and that's the way it went. And I did not place. I did not do well. And um, and I realized through this process that I knew what a businesswoman was. I knew um, the data. I had all the information. I knew what I, I spent the first 25 years of my life, you know, trying to survive it. And the next 15 up to that point, uh, building this life that I thought I was supposed to have to be valuable, you know, to be, to be 
someone who would not be looked down upon, someone who was equal. And I realized I did not know myself. So when they ask you those silly questions, what, what's your favorite color, boxers or briefs, what they're trying to do is figure out who you are. What do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Do you turn it into a joke? Do you turn it into something deeper? Do you, but you, I didn't know who I was, so all I could do was answer the question. And mm-hmm. through the process of competing in pageantry, I uncovered a little bit of who Tracy was. You know, I realized that I was wearing that I was carrying this extra weight, that I was not wearing color. Because to me, being feminine, being um, pretty was dangerous. Because my life had taught me, yes, my life had taught me that it equals rape, it equals jealousy, that equals beatings. And subconsciously, I was carrying all of this. So as I'm competing in pageantry and I'm I'm basically breaking down and, and just shedding all of this armor that I had built, um, I began to speak out. Um, I, I won a pageant. I won Mrs. California in 2007. And I was told, well, you know, you need to go out and speak, which I was already doing as a small business owner. But they said, no, we need a little something deeper, you know, more than that. What is it that you stand for? What have you been through? And I had never really thought about it. And I said, well, um, I survived domestic violence. And that was what it was, as, as though I was saying, you know, well, you know, I got a college degree. You know, there was nothing attached to it other than the words. And so they said, all right, well, let's, we can do some really good with, some good with that. Let's, let's go out and help some people. And I was like, sure, that's what I do. So um, my first, I first spoke out and told my story um, publicly at a at Domestic Violence Awareness Month event at our state capitol, not realizing what I was opening up. And I told the story, and again, I'm a speaker, and being a survivor, you know, I've always been, when, when I leave the house, the second I step out of the house, you would never know what I've been through. I've covered the bruises, I've, I've checked my face, I've put the pain away, um, and I go about my business, so that's what I'm accustomed to doing. So I tell the story, and I literally made it to the hallway before I broke down. Mm-hmm. And I was in bed for three days. Not real. I had no idea the pain that I was carrying, the the trauma that I had tucked away. And from there, it, that began my advocacy work, where I literally traveled the world uh, telling my story. I was a spokesperson for many organizations. I've lobbied at the state and national level. And throughout all of that, you know, I've worked in prisons. I've I've told my story to to um, perpetrators. Um, in, in places that, that I'd be afraid to walk by, let alone go in and, and be open about my story. And, and through all of that, I found myself again. And I don't know that I ever knew myself, you know, until I opened every one of those boxes. And it was a good 10 years of working through that. And um, I feel as I've only, just in the last year, gotten to a place where I said, wow, <laughs> I'm not being triggered. Wow, there's no more this, there's no more that. But so much of that had to do with forgiveness and a lot of the work that I did in the prisons. Oh, and real- and I, I'm going to interrupt you there because yeah. we have to go to break, but I want to pick up 
with the idea of forgiveness when we come back after break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how your currently limiting yourself stay tuned we'll be right back with tracy stafford to talk more about limitless possibility follow us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're limiting yourself. I'm so glad we're here with Tracy Stafford talking about limitless possibility. Tracy, your story is so fascinating, and your spirit, your lively spirit, and um, a, a ability to... to access um, your soul, the, the heart of who you are, and share with us what 
is a difficult story, but you've triumphed and are triumphing, and you found yourself. So tell us more. You started to talk about the process of forgiveness and how that has helped you because people think, you know, oh, I'm just going to say I forgive. It's not that easy. Forgiveness takes time. <laughs> it does. It does. And, and you know, I, I went through counseling, and that's always a piece of it, you know, where they're saying forgive, so you're doing the exercise, and you think, you think you've gotten it. You know, you think you forgive. But it's, it's interesting for me, I was speaking in the prisons, and anyone who's done any, any work in the prisons, um, but it's, it's, they will bring victims in, and, um, and they call them victim, victim witness impact statements or victim impact statements. And you tell your story, and then you leave. There's no interaction. It's basically just to sort of open their hearts a little bit to help them connect and connect with what they've done. And, um, but that's not how I roll. Um, I was instructed <laughs> that I need to have a conversation. So what I did, and I was petrified. I, I, will, not, I will not lie that that was one of my toughest um, talks, and I was literally ill. I found out three weeks in advance. And I started having flashbacks of, of my rapes and, and, and to the point where I could smell, you know, scents. And, and it, was, it was a rough period. But I had mm-hmm. learned by that point, I was a good six, seven years in to this process of healing. And, and I learned by that point that it was just another box that opened. And I needed to be kind to myself. I needed to go to yoga. I needed to feel what I needed to feel. I needed to cry what I needed to cry. And I needed to go to the gym and hit something. I needed to hit something. And so I worked through it, and then I go, and I say to them, you know, I'm going to tell you my entire story. I want you to ask me any questions that come to mind. This is your one opportunity to ask anything of a victim. And as it came out, I thought, what am I doing? Because I never know, usually, until it happens, what <laughs> I'm going to say. And, um, and even I, I was shocked by that. I thought, oh, this is not good. But um, it turned out to be one of the, my most in powering and uh, most healing sessions. So I went through the whole story in great detail. And uh, this is a group of, of men who were in for violent crime, um, murder, sexual assault, um, child molestation, and they were young people under 25, young men. And um, so the first question that I got after telling this entire story, again, extreme detail, um, this one man says to me, so you liked it? Oh. And, and he was referring, it wasn't a question, it was a statement. He was confirming his belief that women like to be raped and beaten. And um, it was about my, um, well, he was just referring to my, my marriage in terms of being um, abused, uh, domestic violence, and he was talking about my rapes. Because they were, my rapes were people that I had grown up with, people that I knew. And I did not disconnect from them, even after that. So... Um, I knew exactly where he was getting at, and, and it was an interesting question. And I have a lot of humor in my talks, and they never quite knew how to take me. It was interesting. They were very uncomfortable with me. So I think I made a funny or two, but, um, but what I said to him, and it was the first time I said it even to myself or thought it, was that my life had taught me, in terms of my marriage, my life had taught me that my bruises would fade and my bones would heal, but I didn't know that my heart would. And the rapes were family friends that I grew up with. Um, the abuse was in a marriage with a man who I did love. And that is the truth. People want to say that yeah, that's not love and 
whatever. It's, it's abusive. It is not healthy. But to tell a woman that she was not in love is when you know that deep core feeling. It may not have been pure. It may not have been healthy, but it was definitely love. And um, so I, I didn't know that my heart would heal. And then I looked at him and I thought, I knew what got me where I was. I knew growing up in that violent environment and all the abuse that I had taken, um, lived through and, and put away and worked, was in the process of working through, I knew how I got where I was. And I, I had to stop and think, what got him where he is? What happened in his life that made him believe that women like to be raped and beaten and abused? What had, been, what had been his story? What had happened to him? What had happened to his mother? What was his environment like? And it was like the whole world opened up. All of a sudden, the room was brighter. The detail in the floor was clear. I could see every texture in the wall. It was then that I understood what forgiveness was. And it was that understanding. None of us are perfect. And if we can carry our own journey, if we can trace where we've been and what got us there, then we can do the same for other people. It doesn't mean that we condone any type of horrific behavior at all. It just means that in order for us to move forward, we have to humanize them and we have to not necessarily connect in the way that we normally think about connection, but we need to open our hearts enough to understand that they have a story as well. Right, and that they were victims as well, um, or they wouldn't be thinking in those ways and absolutely. acting in those ways. Absolutely, and um, I had another instance with some girls in juvenile detention, and it was interesting that they had experienced just a fraction it was supposed to be a 20-minute talk, ended up being three hours with one-on-ones afterwards because the girls wanted to understand how did you get through it? What did you do? What can I do? How can I? Because their experiences, again, had only been a fraction of mine, pieces of what I had gone through. But somehow I stayed whole, and I did not fracture, not my spirit, not my mind. And it was that um, knowledge that I could have been them. I could have easily have gotten addicted to drugs. And there were situations where I was in the wrong crowds, where I really, if it was nothing but the grace of God and the spirit, that spirit that kept me safe. And I knew at that point, you know, that it really was my connection. It was my connection to spirit and that, that knowing, that never losing that optimism and that hope. And, it, and that's, that's just that, that spirit inside of us that we in my, not my opinion, this is just true. You have got to be connected to something greater than yourself. You have got, and for those of us who are connected, it, you need to go even deeper than that to when, when the world is, is beating down on you. And in and, 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 um, America, we're facing a lot of hatred, a lot of fear, um, and a lot of poor reactions. And knowing that it, to our core, we are good, that we are good, and that it will survive, that love will win. This is a rough time, and we've got to believe and know in our core, in our, in our DNA, in our cells, that this is just temporary. 
beautifully said, and I love that you're moving into politics and that you've said, and and we're just about at closing, so I'm going to quote you, that it's time for heart-centered spiritual leaders to move into leadership positions, and I am grateful I, for one, am grateful that you're doing that and running for mayor, and I wish you the very best. Tell us the community that you're running for mayor. Uh, Yes, I'm running for mayor in Elk Grove, California, and if you'd like to follow me, please um, go to tracystafford.com, and it's T-R-A-C-I-E, stafford.com. I will need a lot of prayer and a lot of love and light sent my way. Um, I'm already on this new journey, which is a whole nother level. Well, we are grateful that you have not only been a survivor, but a thriver and somebody who has um, overcome in beautiful ways and now are moving into positions where you can really help other people even more profoundly. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. And I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to to purchase the books and to my store. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, or remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, the arm awakening, finding the silver linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to another archangel who works with me and my clients and is available to all of us. As Tracy just mentioned, hope is so important. Archangel Katrina Alehu is the archangel of hope. She wants everyone to know about her because she knows how much people need her in these challenging times. Give Archangel Katrina Alehu permission in a positive way only to help you feel hopeful. Call on her when you wake up, when you go to sleep, any time of day or night you feel discouraged or overwhelmed and need hope. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and anything that gives you hope. Know that she is helping you. If you have a question, click on the Ask Dr. Paula link. You know I love hearing from you. And if you live in Dallas, I invite you to a meetup group. Please join us next Thursday right here for Breakup Rehab with Rebecca McClaskey on October 12th for Danielle Hoffman on the Tablets of Light and October 19th with Deborah Castellano on Glamour Magic. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. 
all is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.